0: guys I know it's been a minute I just there's no other way to start this this podcast episode than saying like grief sucks like me recording the last episode was just because of just the heaviness that seems to be never-ending unfortunately in the current climate of the world but um since that episode unfortunately like It's you know there have been a few deaths like closer and closer in my circle and most recently um a mentor and a former supervisor of mine like passed and um i did not expect to be so overcome with emotion i mean i guess you just never really think about how uh the news of someone's passing will impact you or just even how you would emote when finding out the news of it but um yeah it really impacted me in a deeper way than i thought um i don't know if it was just a combination of so much that's been going on and just emotionally being um like very like emotionally heightened and just hype like really sensitive with just uh it being um on the heels of the end of this spring semester that was like really tough um things at work just getting more and more stressful um financial stress and insecurities all kinds of things like coming up for me and then hearing that and I think what um really really like shook me when I heard about the news was just Uh, randomly two days before that I had spoken to his wife and I was just like oh hey tell him I said hi and you know we'll need to catch up only to find out like two days later um, that he passed the day before so it's just it's a wild wild time Um, initially when I recorded the last episode episode eight um it was right after the news of like tracy braxton passing and i don't know if you're like me but i really enjoyed (laughs) the braxton family values not so much the ending like when they got like really strained and things got toxic and we had to unfortunately see that but there was something about tracy that i was always drawn to Um, I could identify a lot of myself in her and what was portrayed, I should say, on the show. And, um, I always tend to root for the underdog. Um, and she just had, like, so many things that were... There were just a lot of ways that you can see what was depicted on the show of how, um she really was struggling with a dream deferred, which is the dream of like singing and being a part of a group with her sisters. And due to certain circumstances and things of that nature, um, wasn't able. she wasn't able to fulfill that. And there was a lot of resentment there. There's a lot of insecurity there. There's a lot of hurt, pain, and anger. And um, not only can I identify with those, uh those same issues but you know like having family who exhibited a lot of the same behavior and i think watching tracy braxton and um and, and even like interviews of like her sharing her story and her side of it um she was just always so raw and real and would say things that people were often afraid to say and um Yeah, so definitely, like, the news of her passing was just, like, damn. And then, like, just the way it happened and the fact that it was throat cancer. And it's, like, I don't know. I'm one of those that it's... I always find, like, a message or a weird coincidence. But it's just so unfortunate that it was something that involved her voice. And, like, it's just trippy to me. So that whole thing really, really hit me harder than... I thought because you know these are public figures but i would always try to find the humanity um i'm not i don't want to say not impressed by celebrity but starstruck doesn't really affect me because i for me i always wanted to see like who are these people behind the scenes like I would want to know like their personalities and what do they like what don't they like like what is their true voice not this performative thing that they do uh to keep up appearances like I want to see the real deal so the fact that she did that um I would say I always rooted for her like watching the seasons and like was so excited for her when she recorded her album so it was just really unfortunate when she passed like of course hearing that um and of course the news of any loss um whether it be close or just hearing about it on the news um unfortunately is never ending um that's just life but just now with all the access we have to news and and things it just seems like we're just always inundated with just loss and just high numbers and even more grotesque and um barbaric and it's just a lot a lot um is being thrown our way constantly that you can't help but to like reflect on your own like mortality or just ways that that grief has impacted you whether you've had losses in the past like if you're fortunate to not have had experienced, you know a lot of loss in your life that you can recall a certain you know loved one or a friend or whoever passing and how that made you feel or maybe you you shut down and you've avoided feeling um, which is very very relatable I'm guilty of numbing and avoiding and shutting down myself. Um, But it's interesting how the loss of like people you may not know or maybe just the manner in which someone passes that brings up certain things for you that you didn't think it would or bring up or would make a connection to things that you didn't think possible. Um, and, and grief is one of those it's a very tricky tricky thing because of what it's attached to um, it's attached with death It's it's attached to loss something that is inevitable that is the only thing that is promised but yet it is the most stressful like I'm just not one of those people that can well, we know it's inevitable, so that means we have to live even harder the today. I, the way my anxiety and my fears work, is the opposite. I would almost rather know when, I know the day, the time, the hour, so then I could live it up until then. Um, but I'm working on it. Shout out to my therapist. But that that being said, um, you know, you know, people always talk about oh, how young the person was and uh, the ways that this person impacted their life and all the things that they've done and, um, and who they were as a person. Um, that hearing that, I mean, you can't help but to wonder, like, what is my, what has been my impact on people? What has been my impact on the world, um, large or small, if that's even, like some people that's their mission that's their purpose is to make a major impact um but I feel like we kind of do that in our everyday life um but just wondering like what do I want people to say about me what do I want people to experience of me what do I want to have left behind um and when thinking about those things it also connects to another thought of well have I done anything <laughs> like what have I done um, what is the proof um, and when and even when thinking about that like trying not to beat yourself up if you can't come up with something because of course like this shouldn't be something that is um, I don't want to say itemized I don't know if that's the right word. Words are escaping me. Guys, emotionally, your girl's been through it, but I still wanted to hop on and talk about it and share. Um, I've been wanting to record this episode for a while now, but it's a very interesting experience when you have so many things that you want to say, but then when it comes time to say it, like, you blink. So so just stay, just rock with me rock with me um so yeah like since the last episode like getting prepared to like record it it made me think about all these different things and you know i'm working towards one of my major goals of finishing my bachelor's degree and um for me even though I'm almost done and like getting ready to graduate it still feels like hmm like what does this mean for me I knew what it used to mean for me and how it was a big fear and a big uh, insecurity of mine to not have finished school uh, quote-unquote on time and how behind I felt in life and be- even being told How behind i am in life and that i need to i'm gonna struggle so much harder because of it and um just all the negativity so then you can't you have no there's no other way but to just to keep taking that in and making that your perspective which is terrible even though i'm not gonna lie like especially younger right out of right out of high school not really knowing the significance of a of a degree and what that even meant for me and just all the pressure that came with uh, deciding what you want to study and that being, you know, the trajectory of your life. That's just a lot of pressure to put on a 17, 18 year old. I wish we would stop doing that. But that being said, like getting towards the end of that, like, why am I questioning it? Like, okay, I put in all this hard work, all this stress, all this anxiety. And... You know, the grades have been showing. Of course, there's some things that I wish I had like perfect A's in, but I still worked my ass off and um, I'm still not able to give myself credit or acknowledge my hard work. It still feels like it's not enough. So that mirrors a lot of other areas in my life and all of these things come up when I The news of death like or or someone passing uh happens that you you just question like everything like nothing makes sense like why is going to work (laughs) and even someplace whether you hate it or not but like i'm doing all of this for what um is it even worth it does it matter to me like what does matter to me like i'm telling you like all of these all of these questions come up and the only positive thing uh that i can think about loss and like grieving is that there's this humbling that comes in um it's very painful could knock you off your feet um in a terrible way but it really makes you stop and and put things into a perspective um i don't know if it's the only perspective but it just much like 2020 like you know we're just so used to being on the go on the go on the go and then something happens and it stops you in your track, and you have no choice but to be still and as terrible as it is to lose someone and to have to live with that person no longer being there and you're just left with the memories and um, whatever photos and videos you have but when that event happens I mean of course unless you're emotionally numbing but even in that, there are certain thoughts, there are certain feelings that still will kind of peek through um, as much as we try to shut them down and avoid them. Uh there's a reason why those things keep coming through. And I wonder if it's God's way or the creator, whoever you believe, um of like like snapping us back into like like snap out of. hustle and bustle or this performative um, space that you've been in that is not authentically in line with like who you are and what your purpose is Um, it's a tough message (laughs) to learn Um, the matter in which you learn it is unfortunate but what do you do with it now um, because like one of the many things that what grieving does is like of course you grieve the person but you also grieve the opportunities like you grieve the loss of possible future connections and them meeting future generations in your lineage you um you you grieve like future events and celebratory things like this year will be 10 years since my grandfather passed and I'm not gonna lie i have been like dreading the anniversary and it's not until the end of this year so how trippy is that but just to think like wow 10 years and i still feel like i heard the news yesterday and in, oh, i think in a lot of ways mentally and emotionally i have not allowed myself to grieve him because i feel like if i do i'll get to the place of like of not being able to hold on to a memory that i would like fully uh release him and let him go and i'm just not ready for that um of course that's not true because of course like you have the memories and stuff but at least the way that I've learned how to grieve uh, through family Um, and also not having good examples of like open and honest and clear communication. We're very stunted in that way, unfortunately, but no one ever outwardly expresses where they are in the grieving process it just seems that everything is happening at the moment of the loss and then we just kind of don't talk about it until holidays and anniversaries come up and um, I have since his passing his, his passing made it very apparent to me that that form of grieving doesn't work for me Um, even the process of like his funeral and all that, it just doesn't align with my values and my beliefs. So going back to what I said earlier, when hearing about and getting the news about someone's passing, I would have never considered (laughs) these things, um or these thought processes or even becoming more clear about what my thoughts and beliefs are but it's through his unfortunate passing that a lot of things came clear for me based on how like i feel and not how i've been taught or have seen like or i've seen like for my family of how to feel when someone passes or just in life in general Um, what to believe how to believe um, how to practice it how to function quote unquote Um, so as much as I would have loved him to still be here his loss taught me so much about myself and how much unlearning I needed to do and still need to do honestly um and I and I think since then um with each new loss like it takes me deeper like I feel like his loss was like the initial like ripping of the band-aid and each one gets like deeper and deeper to like to honestly just be still and honor what comes up for me emotionally. And then even in my thoughts, um, certain things just click that I didn't think they would or um, certain reflections, certain processes that come up that I think didn't think possible, um, I end up doing and having so um grief sucks grief is trash zero out of ten do not recommend but it is also something that unfortunately is a part of life and as much as we me like we in the greater sense um would want to escape and avoid it and block it out and put on our rose colored shades and our headphones and block it out and pretend that it's not there it's not happening for some reason I think it is essential to the human condition to to experience it to some because it'll somehow awaken something in us whether the unfortunate way someone has passed will trigger a response for you to be more of an, an advocate and or an activist. Like, just make you... It just, like, wakes you up to, I guess, start up whatever your purpose, your mission, whatever it is that you're supposed to... Your assignment on this earth is supposed to be that's just one of the methods in which um, that that fire is ignited in us to do something about it or um, if it's an illness like being a part of a cause or even being more proactive in in being healthy and taking care of yourself and your loved ones being more aware of your surroundings um, especially evaluating your 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 everyday life like the job that you work at the company like do your values and beliefs align with theirs why are you so stressed is it the job itself or is it the company the company culture um, and is it possible to make a change um, for me I started seeing in that arena where a lot of my frustration has been and it's not towards I mean some of it's towards industry child but it's education so what what can you do um but for me realizing that I wasn't using the fullness of my potential and I was blocking myself from achieving and being in the rooms that I know that I would excel in is because I don't have my degree and that's really what motivated me to go back to school. And how wild is it that the semester that I start to finish this degree was spring of 2020. So I just, like there's just been so many growing pains and so many lessons, so many gems dropped and collected that it's hard to ignore it and so I know this is like a little all over but it does connect that grief it still sucks <laughs> that's still the, the takeaway it still sucks But for some reason, I still I still believe that it's integral in helping those of us who are still here to get a reality check that we have either been avoiding or we knew what we were hiding and being stubborn. And I've bear witness to so many people who. Unfortunately, grief has knocked them so far off that it has in a lot of ways crippled them and I think it's due to uh, those individuals not wanting to receive the message or be willing to put in the work to process what came up um, and end up using grief as a reason to not do anything. It's it's to disable them. And um, I think that grief is not meant to do that. I think that as tough of a lesson as it is, it is important for us to use that to motivate us and propel us to go even harder and i guess that goes back to that message that people say is like you know death is death is inevitable so just live life even more um go go harder like accomplish those goals um overcome those fears um you know tackle those challenges head on just so like you can live life with no regrets. And um, of course you can baby step it. <laughs> um, and it's, it's always easier said than done. But I think when you get to the parts of grief where you're zooming out uh, from the initial like impact of that person's loss. You, you can see a bit of a clearer picture or you're able to peek your head above the, the clouds a little bit just to catch your breath and kind of see things for what they are and where they are and then you can easily or more easily I should say um, see the things that you need to work on So that's definitely what has been ringing true to me. There are a lot of things that I need to work on. There are a lot of things that I need to do. and I feel like I've all always knew them, but it's one of those things where, oh, I've got time. I've got time. And that's one thing about death. It's it, it's that major record, that re- major reminder that, you may not, so don't don't get too comfortable and complicit in that in, in that thinking because we get so caught up in the everyday hustle and bustle of working and paying. Like everything is just is for me personally as someone who doesn't tend to live in the present, um, I still get inundated and stuck in the present like woes while also daydreaming about the future and then regretting and reflecting of things on the past and past mistakes and shoulda, coulda, wouldas and all of that that when the news of death hits you um, it just forces it just puts everything in a screeching halt for you to really see what is important and it makes you also because you're in such a such a wild and dark and sad headspace that sometimes it makes you think more creatively in resolving um, whatever issues you didn't deem possible to find a a resolution so that's what's on my heart and on my mind Um, grief is a bitch not a fan of it but um, yeah so please share with me um, what you think what are your beliefs about grief and um, we we really need to talk about this there hasn't been much conversation about this especially in minority communities um, it's scary it's tough but very, very important. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Blooming Lately Podcast. You can also follow me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's where I am right now. Uh, please leave some ratings some comments and share the show. Let's get some more people in here. Let's get some more conversations going. Um, As always, I'll talk to you later. Bye.